Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres. Keep up with my book releases, book tours, schedule signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Jonathan Cohey on the line, and he's the division president over at Post Acute Medical. Uh, John, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, Adam. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. So I'm excited to get more into what you're doing over at Post Acute Medical, but first let's get a little bit more into your background. So how did you get started in your career and in business? Well, thanks, Adam. Uh, happy to share my story. Kind of unique. Always intrigued about healthcare. Wanted to get into healthcare, so I started my career out as a actually a nurse's aide in a nursing home. And if I ever get to tell my story uh, one day in a TED talk, I'll start it out and I'll say how to go from uh, a CNA to a CEO. Uh, that'll be the that'll be the title of my book probably. So I I was in a nursing home and I worked in a nursing home for about a year and figured out pretty quickly that I wanted to be able to do more with patients. I was really intrigued at how patients would come in and watch them improve. I was able to see them work with the therapists that were there. So it um, developed a hunger to become a therapist. So I became an occupational therapist. And then I practiced uh, for about two and a half years before I moved on to a different uh, a different position Really, when I started my career out, I worked in a small town, Holton Lake, Michigan, and you had to be kind of the jack of all trades. So I worked in an outpatient nursing home um, in, in home health and really developed uh, just a thirst, like I said, for that administrative piece. So about two, two and a half years in, I threw my hat in the ring and I was able to become a director of rehab for a, a, a small hospital there. And really in that, it really developed a, a strong desire to continue in that executive role. Um, learn, learned a, an entire uh, entire uh, amount about leadership and the do's, more the don'ts. I believe in the beginning, I really learned to fail a lot, and uh, but had enough successes where, where people wanted to continue to watch me go and grow. And from that, just advanced career. And by 2005, I had my first opportunity to become a, a CEO in a 32-bed long-term acute care hospital. And I did that for about five years and have just kind of continued to grow uh, with that same track. So went from being a, a CEO in a small long-term acute care hospital, where now with post-acute medical, I have nine hospitals that, that I oversee, long-term acute care hospitals and patient rehabs. So, Nine of those young, hungry, thirsty CEOs, like I was back in 2005, I now have uh, the opportunity to have them report and get a chance to help them with their leadership journey. So just love the, the track that I've been on and just continuing to go and grow and learn every day. Wow, what an amazing story. I love it. Um, really how you were able to expand and grow within your industry. It's, it's definitely inspiring. And I know there's some um, 
you know, there's some younger um, entrepreneurs or there's some younger individuals that are just graduating college or maybe even some more seasoned um, individuals listening that have always wanted to get into healthcare and they're thinking about it as a, as a career path or even a switching career. Um, so I know obviously the healthcare industry is very broad. Um, so when I ask this question, I mean from your vantage point, having seen and been in the industry for many years and being further along in your path, um, what kind of advice would you give to that new person that's considering um, trying transitioning or starting their career in the healthcare industry? Yeah, whether it's healthcare, Adam, or, or any, I work with uh, quite a few friends and, and family and people that I've been in contact with in the past. And I really try to get people to focus on their why, kind of what is your purpose? What do you really want to do and where do you want to go? And really have them focus on, on those thoughts. And, and through that then, Put in the consistent work that you're going to need to do each and every day to work towards that goal. So if you have that focus, you know that why, and you have that purpose, and you put in the work each and every day, and by work meaning, you know, if it's an industry that you're not familiar with, immerse yourself in that industry. Find out who the leaders are. So, for example, if you want to go into healthcare, try to try to immerse yourself, read Read some leadership books in general. Listen to some leadership podcasts. So for myself, my go-to when I'm, when I'm talking to people, I, I point them towards somebody like a John Maxwell, right? And this is a John Maxwell. Read John Maxwell wrote 900,000 books, and they're all amazing books. But really focus and immerse yourself in that, that leadership piece of it and put in that consistency each and every day. So whether you're developing your mind or your body, just focus on on it every day. And if you put in that work every day, even if it's twenty a twenty minute podcast, take your podcast for example. You know your podcasts run anywhere from ten to twenty minutes. There's some really excellent content in in the podcast, and you can take those little nuggets that you learn and implement those in your life. Do that each day, twenty minutes. And people say, where can I find twenty minutes? You know, if you're going to work, you have a small commute, and you have probably, let's say you listen to this uh, Joe and the Poor Boy uh, type of, of radio station where they're talking about second chance dates. Rather than doing that, put on a podcast. Listen to that podcast and immerse yourself into that. Work hard each and every day. Nothing beats hustle. Um, stay, uh, stay hungry. And then, then have humility. Always keep yourself in a growth mindset where you're willing, able to learn. You don't ever profess to know everything, but if you're able to put yourself into that humble mindset where you're able to listen to people, you're able to learn, and you learn to communicate clearly, you're going to put yourself on a path where you'll be open to opportunities, and those opportunities will come to you. You have those positive thoughts and that positive mindset, and those opportunities are going to come knocking down your door. That's awesome. Um, I, I love that advice. Um, let's, uh, let's switch it up a bit. I want to get just a little bit further into post-acute medical. So um, please tell me a little bit more about the business. Yeah, post-acute medical. I joined post-acute medical almost four years ago, and we mm -hmm. specialize in long-term acute care hospitals and inpatient rehab hospitals. Really, that post-acute sector, we do outpatient therapy. We have wound care clinics. Uh, the, the major portion of our business being our, our 43, ho 43 hospitals. Our, our owner, our president and owner, Anthony Misitano, 
has has the company on a growth trajectory that would that would scare I think your normal average human being. We've added twelve <laughs> hospitals, twelve hospitals really since August, and um, wow. this this man this man is amazing. And he really what he does is he 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 establishes a, a fantastic team, very full of very talented people. Gets us focused on a mission of not being good, not being great, but how do you focus on being elite, and then empowers everybody to do what it does, do what it takes to get there. And so we work with uh, with other hospital systems. We have some joint ventures uh, with some with some healthcare systems. Work independently in some markets, but I believe what differentiates is our ability to um, think quick and act quick. We're really nimble, and in a post-acute care environment right now that's ever-changing, we had we have legislative changes that hit us seems like every month, but it, the industry has definitely changed over the course of the last three to four years because we have uh, such a tremendous team of leaders that are um, creative, and that creativity is not stifled in any way. It's kind of encouraged. We're able to integrate with a lot of healthcare systems in really a non-integrated market, which really allows us to partner with them and help us solve some of those healthcare issues that they have, making sure we're transitioning patients to the right level of care at the right time. So you're, de- you're developing and delivering that quality that everybody needs, doing it in a very efficient manner, and you're delivering excellent quality care that's keeping patients, families, and physicians happy. So that's what I love about what it is that I get to do each and every day is I get to work on those three things. At the end of the day, the patients end up going home, and they're happy, and they're thriving, and they're really back to uh, life as normal. Man, I love that. Um, uh, So are there any – and I know you have a unique vantage point being at um, post-acute medical and, you know, your growth trajectory, but in general, are there any trends in your industry um, that you care to – that you care to comment on um, from your vantage point? Yeah, it's really just been – everything's really more focused on uh, the preventative piece and also recognizing – where issues are are popping up, whether that's patients in the home when they're uh, when they're having uh, an illness or they're having a decline in function, I believe that the analytics part and the use of technology is really going to be driving patients to that correct level of care at the correct time to make sure that there's um, as much as we can. And of course, this might be a little bit of pie in the sky but it'll be that's where we need to go in the next 10, 15 years. So we can eliminate some of that waste. And I really see uh, um, as an industry and as an industry leader, that's where, that's where we need to be driving healthcare. It's really getting patients to that right level of care when they need to get there as quickly and as efficiently as we can. Fantastic. Uh, so John, if somebody wants to learn more about post-acute medical or to connect, what's the best way for them to do that? We can. I Google everything, right? So I tell people um, to Google, but they can go to postacutemedical.com. Uh, if they have specific questions, uh, they can look me up on LinkedIn. Uh, my name is Jonathan Kohe, uh, J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N and C-O-H-E-E. Or you can look us up, Post Acute Medical. Uh, we're um, active on 
uh, post or active on LinkedIn. Always put a lot of great content and material out there. So be happy to connect with anybody and answer any questions or give uh, give some nice feedback and advice to any inspiring leaders we have out there. Fantastic. Uh, well, hey, John, really appreciate you coming on the show and sharing more about your background and uh, looking forward to watching that TEDx talk. I have no doubt you're going to get on that stage um, and all the great work you're doing over at Post-Acute Medical. So thank you for that. And to the audience, as always, uh, thank you for tuning in. I hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Uh, leave me a review on the Apple iTunes store. Uh, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And, John, thanks again for coming on the show.